Welcome back to Marvel Maniac, an MCU after show. This is your host, Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. Now, it is my pleasure to be back here with you today after a few weeks. It's been a few weeks for us, and I did make, I did not make on a few promises, funny enough, meaning... You know, I gotta stick to my name. It's, my name is Mr. Honest, so I gotta stick to my name. There was supposed to be an after-after show for Loki and Black Widow that I didn't get to do with my two bestest buddies, Dustin Baker and TJ Terrence Galuli. Now, we do still plan to get together and do this after-after show, or just to discuss Loki and Black Widow and all of Marvel. These are my best friends, and we're gonna talk about it. This is Marvel Maniac, after all. So, yeah, um... That being said, it's great to be here today for What If, uh, a brand new season of a Marvel show. Um, I'm stoked to be talking about it, and uh, the first episode, it was really solid. Um, I I really enjoyed it. A little bit more than I thought I would. Uh, A lot more than I thought I would. Captain Carter is no easy way to put it, an extreme badass. <laughs> I really like her, and she gets things done in about a third of the time Captain America does, and just as efficiently, um, and, li- and literally the to- that same amount of time, <laughs> because this episode was had a runtime of, of li- about 30 minutes, and I'm guessing this is what the series, uh, this series, uh, What If, Marvel's What If, we're going to be having an average uh, runtime of about 30 minutes per episode, I'm going to be guessing. If the animation is going to be consistently this good, I mean, I don't know if anyone else would agree. The animation was pretty quality here. I really, really uh, enjoyed like almost every minute of this uh, episode. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking this is a very promising start to this new show. Onward into the Marvel series and forward into what we are calling the multiverse. And I think this is some some friends and or fans, not just friends. Uh, I mean, I, I wish that we, I really do wish I did this after show. Shout out to my greatest, bestest friends, Dustin Baker and TJ Gluley. We need an after after show. Uh, let, her, let it just be a show. Um, following talking about the mcu and its state uh let it be loki black widow just an overall discussion because we did not have our after after show and i have acknowledged that uh, that is totally needed um so whether it be mid-season or after this 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 episode's happening marvel's what if dwells right into where in in slight spoilers for loki um and if you haven't, and if you've recently watched any of the Marvel series, we at Marvel Maniac, a.k.a. me, Mr. Honest, have covered all of the shows the night of, since the beginning, on January 15th when when WandaVision premiered. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm proud of that. And I'm excited, literally beyond excited, to, to see where the MCU goes beyond two years from now. I mean, I think we're going to finally get a slating soon. Unless we get pushbacks, we really need, we really need a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Like, I need one um, to, to ensure that movie is coming out this year. That'll be really good. And then to know that everything's on track to come out. Like, we don't need more, like, a year down the road situation like Black Widow for everything else. Because, like, we have everything that's been made, like, up to this point. But, like, up to, like, Hawkeye, I think. But, like, after that, I don't... We might have this, like, splurge of content, guys, but, like, 
this might be like it for a while after Hawkeye. I'm really worried and concerned. I don't know what they're making. I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> this is just all almost too good to be true. This is what we just what I just witnessed tonight was almost. If you told me, I don't know. If you told me that this was true, what I just watched. I feel like I just what I just dream. I just dreamed a Marvel uh, production. Um, I just could you can you believe that uh, Captain Carter is is extremely badass. I, and like I said, I, I I feel like she she's the brains and the bronze. Uh, it's not that she's better than Steve Rogers. She's just more efficient and um, completely completely. With the super soldier serum, um, as we learn in um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as we learn in you know all of the Captain America series, um, from the very first Captain America, Erskine says um, the the serum enhances the person. So Peggy just is all around, um, just all around better. Um, she 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 literally breaks. <laughs> She literally gets this, uh, she gets the Tesseract, like, so early on, and, uh, changes, like, the course of the war. Um, it's just insane what she does. It's, it's insane. Uh, I really like, I really like the way they go through the movie, too. Um, and I, uh, I have to, like, line up and play the movie along with the show, they they I almost want to say that they probably painted <laughs> they painted onto the movie to animate the show and then they animated the show and they really did a great job of animating the show can can we appreciate that I, I, okay so for me watching an animated show if if it's going to be within a cinematic universe like I watch I watch Star Wars um I'm a big fan of Star Wars like many Marvel fans a lot of Marvel Marvel fans cross over to Star Wars um not everyone and I'm not going to talk about this for too, too long but this this is relevant um when I'm watching Star Wars um every time every year every year around Christmas time too I don't know if anyone else is like this like it's kind of like a Christmas series for me uh, every, every time I get into Star Wars um, I want to get so bad so bad I want to get into Clone Wars so bad uh, but the animation is it stops me up the style I can't get into it it's the maybe it's the beginning of the series but I try I've tried a couple times and um, I just want to I want to get into Ahsoka Tano's story I want to I want to so bad but I can't do it I can't do it this show I was worried about too because like you see the trailer at first I was a little worried I'm like maybe I won't be able to get into that and I'm not, I'm not trying to be selfish I want to appreciate a show for a story yeah, I mean, of course if the story is good I want to watch a show really want to but if you can't get beyond the visuals it's tough you're watching a show you know um, it's, it's part of it uh, so this show's visuals were outstanding. Uh, I I can't I can't express that more. They did a fantastic job paying homage to the movies. Whoever made this show loved these movies as much as I do. <laughs> Why? Who's making these shows for us? They they take care uh, in, in the in the product of, of Marvel. Uh, they 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 know that the people who watch these these shows care about them. They know that they. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like 
I just I'm so grateful to I'm just so grateful to have these uh, this this um, this show because what we got is a, a the, even this first episode can be considered just a, a perfect thirty minutes of television. I don't mean to over <laughs> I don't mean to over I don't mean to over uh, overstate or over I just don't mean to um, put it up on a pedestal here. Okay, but. Captain Carter was was kicking some ass today, um, and watching her go to go to those bags in the gym, and um, seeing a little different side of Steve Rogers, but still he's got all that same heart. Um, I feel like it just works. There's something about it that's so natural, like the love between Steve and Peggy still stands. There's nothing different about that, so that just makes sense. When Peggy becomes big and strong. Like, she's still such a natural leader anyway. So, like, there's still something so natural about that that, like, I'm on board for that, too. There's something, like, so familiar about the two of them. We both know them already. That, like, we know all these characters. So the multiverse factor of it all, it's so twisted and so awesome. This show is so cool. I mean, am I expressing this in a weird enough way, or am I, am I, am I relating this enough? Um, I, I'm freaking excited about this show. I, how many times can I say it? Um, Steve Rogers, little Steve Rogers too. He's easier to look at in animated form. <laughs> can I just say that nice one way? I don't mean to be mean to the CGI people. Can we get a remaster on Captain America: The First Avenger? Maybe a remaster of all Marvel Marvel Phase One. Maybe the ending of a. Uh, Give the post post credit scene like a modern Thanos. Come on, let's get a modern Thanos post credits. Let's get like a remaster, young young. Let's make let's make Steve Rogers and First Avenger look a little like this. He's so watchable. Dare I say, cute. So at the beginning of the episode, the Watcher explains that one moment in Erskine's lab created a whole new hero, um, and that moment is uh, wouldn't you be more comfortable in that booth, Miss Carter? And uh, she says, no, I prefer to stay. And it's, just a, it's a nice moment between Steve and Peggy. And I, I totally see it. Um, so instead of Steve getting in, there's this moment where, like, Peggy kind of sees the guy uh, with the explosion. And it makes him uneasy. So it's like, this is what tilts everything, Peggy being down there. And it makes everything off, uh, throws everything off. And Steve gets shot. Um so she's the one that has to get back into the thing and uh, do the experiment. Uh, she becomes a super soldier. It's just, it's so natural. It's so perfect. Uh, it works. It works. She's fit for it. She deserves it. <laughs> it just, it does, I can't, man. And, and you know what? People are going to love this. <laughs> you know, I'm not even like saying this like for, for, you know what? Like, I'm just realizing how, how great this is for women. And, like, I'm not even... You know what? Like, I, I'm not... I don't say things just be, because they need to be said, right? Um, it is great for women. Uh, and, 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 like, obviously, that does need to be said. Um, what am I getting at? <laughs> uh, the animation is very pretty, and, and, I, and I like looking at it. I, I, I'm going to keep saying that because I wrote that down, too. Uh, they just do a really, really good job of resembling the actors. Um, Howard Stark um, looks great. Um, like I said, the voice acting. Um, it's just really good that they had the actors back. Dominic Cooper, uh, Howard Stark, Haley Atwell, um, everyone. Sebastian Stan. And Toby Jones is our Ar- Arnim Zola. I'm on IMDb. I don't just know these people. Uh, all of these people. Uh, what am I kidding? Samuel Jackson. Who is that guy? <laughs> um, 
But it's not. You know who's not listed? You know who's not listed? Steve Rogers. Um, like even the character. So I wonder if that's just an under. You know, off the cuffs. Uh, Chris Evans. Like you know, he just did a favor. What's going on? Where where is he? Um, after Peggy gets serumed, uh, the guy in the office, the very rude guy, who was also rude to Steve, by the way, uh, you know, was not this guy's not very nice in any multiverse. Not a very nice man. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says it's Peggy, she can't be a suit. He tells her he can't be a suit soldier because she's a lady. Well, watch her go, mister. <laughs> um, proceeds to be the best super soldier uh, anyone's ever seen, uh, and and I, that's to say a lot, dude. Steve Rogers, I mean, he goes, he goes hard, dude. But she'll probably be back um, for that dance like next episode. Like she'll she'll be back with the Infinity Gauntlet. She'll be back with the Infinity Gauntlet. And like have conquered the nine realms, or <laughs> dude, she'll she'll beaten Thanos in by like episode four, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. The, the, she's so cool. She's so cool. She's the one. If anyone's gonna get her own show, it's Captain Carter. Ever, dude, she's so cool. Riding Iron Man, uh, riding 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 Steve is Iron Man. Um, the Hydra Smasher, the Hydra Stomper. I'm so fanning out over Captain Carter. Insanely cool, insanely cool. I love Peggy and Howard's friendship. Uh, I miss Agent Carter too. Uh, he makes. I miss the show. I didn't get to see the show. This inclines me to want to go watch the show. Did they? Did they take that out of the canon? Is my question. I don't know that. I should have looked that up. Uh, I could look that up, but I don't want to because I don't want to know if that's true or not right now. Because I, I, I like that episode, this episode so much. And how can anything not be canon at this point with the multiverse, right? I want to go. I want to go watch Agent Carter uh, just because of how great Haley Atwell's performance was in this. Uh, he makes he makes her super. He makes her super suit and Steve's Iron Man suit. He is basically suiting up the Avengers in the World War II era in this episode. What I really like um, in this in this movie is when she Captain Carter does this Zola ambush and gets the Tesseract really early on and gives it to Howard Stark, and she says. Make you pretty much make use of this. You know what to do with this, and he says, "I know exactly what to do with this." And her attack on Zola's ambush, by the way, it, it is parallel to an attack Steve does in his Captain America movie, um, right? I believe he, you know when he leans up against the cards, he does some, something similar, right? But uh, man, just her attacks are so cool, and the animations of them are so swift. And then like after she she does one card, she's like, "Let me do another one." I, I don't remember what's in the trailer because I try to avoid the trailers. Like, I watch the trailer like once, twice, and um, I won't. I won't. I'll try not to watch it again, right? I want to enjoy this as much as possible. So like. I know that like one of those is in the trail, but man, that, these moments are so enjoyable. Her flinging her shields around, uh, knocking these uh, Hydra agents all over the place. She just rips into this uh, convoy and just gets the Tesseract and throws it on this guy's desk. It's honestly really sick to see Howard Stark building an Iron Man suit and uh, Steve Rogers watching him. Very proud. The friendship between them is very sick too. Uh, it just makes it reminds me of that line from Iron Man, uh, or you know, when I was from Avengers. Uh, this is the guy my dad always talked about. You know, you'd like to think either way. Um, we didn't see it one way or another. They were friends. Um, this is a multiverse in which, you know, a skinnier non Captain America Steve was probably better friends with Howard Stark. 
got to hang out a little bit more where he wasn't Captain America and just chilling a little bit more. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but anyway, I, I, I just really like this. So this is a different version, a slightly different version of the saving of Bucky. And it's really cool because in the in Captain America, the first Avenger, right? The Hydra, Hydra has the Tesseract. And this is the moment where Red Skull reveals his skull. And it's really, like, you know, Hydra has the upper hand in the movie at this point. But that is not the case here. That is not the case here. Um, the, the Allies have the upper hand. They have the Tesseract. They have the Hydra Stomper. Um, and there are moments where um, Peggy is busting out the Holland Commandos. It's so funny. Bucky's like, well, uh, what are you supposed to be, the Queen of, queen of England? Um, it's just so great. Uh, montage of Peggy kicking a butt, similar to Steve's montage of him around the country. Uh, the propaganda is more genuine uh, because they, they don't, I don't know, they're just literally kicking so much butt. Uh, the Hydra Stomper is so, 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 so cool. I just love watching her fly on top of him. Uh, it's just so badass. I just like the, ba- I like the, I like this Peggy and Steve. They're so cool together. Um, we get a version of the Red Skull scene where he usually zapped these three Hitler, Hitler, um, delivery men. <laughs> like, there's a Hitler delivery men scene in the Captain America movie, I remember. I'm really glad we watched this together, not, not too long ago. Uh, and he zaps them with Tesseract abilities, but in this one, he's really just... The Red Skull's really just, like, inferior. <laughs> and he doesn't want to accept it, and for a little bit, I almost think... Red Skull's got something up his sleeve, and he, he kind of does, but he's just he's just weaker. <laughs> and in this scene, he doesn't have Tesseract guns. He just has regular guns, and it's just kind of sadder. It's just like a leveled-down version of um, Red Skull, which puts, him, which, which puts him on the extra defense for the end of the movie, which makes him do this like way bigger defensive thing, whiny baby defensive thing at the end of the movie. <laughs> um, I'm calling it a movie because that's how good it was. You know, but I will, I will. I was clicking back to the Captain America movie just recently, like tonight, to compare scenes, and it is very fast compared to the movie. I mean, it's definitely TV show pace, uh, but it does a great job of hitting those beats. Really good job. Um, yeah. So I, um, I, I, we get to the the, the attack on the train. And it's very, very well, like, it's very, obviously, every shot is perfectly similar and looks great to, in, in comparison to the other movie, in comparison to the movie. It looks perfect, in my opinion. I knew where we were, and uh, we were, they, were, they were going to ambush the train. They thought Red Skull was on it. Bucky's going to die. This is almost like, we know, in my opinion, like, your expectation of the audience, the real hardcore audience is like, you know this plot top to bottom at this point. Most of, most of the MCU, you know it real well. Like, Bucky's going to die here. It's no good. Bucky's about to die. Here we go. Nope. Different, different, different. Uh, Steve flies in with the Iron Man suit. Um, still, peril. Feeling a peril. Like, we know Red Skull. Red Skull bad. He got planned. Um, he still knows. He Now he knows about the um, Hydra Stompers. So what's going to happen? He blows Steve up. Um, so, ouch. We still get that moment of, Bucky, no. It's not Bucky. It's Steve, no. Steve, no. You know? Oh, that actually hurts. 
we lose Steve Rogers. Uh, that's a no-no. Um, you don't make Peggy that mad. You don't take Steve Rogers away from Peggy Carter. Um, that really got her angry. So, um, Zola tells Peggy the location, uh, after some interrogating off screen, uh, she, he says, I'll never tell you the location and, uh, off screen. She's like, I got it from immediately. Uh, he wants interdimensional force to rule uh, the world. And we see how that turns out. Peggy wants to stop Hydra uh, and burn the castle that he's hiding in to the ground. So um, everyone wants to do this for Steve. It's kind of in honor of Steve, what they're going to they're gonna go there for. Um, it's kind of awesome, obviously, because Steve makes such an impact. And regardless of... If you think about the movie and the path that he was on from the beginning of the movie to that point, he was still such an underdog, and he came up on top. Like, I know this is Captain Carter's story, but um, Steve Rogers was such an underdog still, and he still made it to be like a, the hero in that ride. Um, very cool, um, but very Captain Carter. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, Red Skull seems to be getting the portal open, menacing smile. Um, that was just a note. Uh, tentacles are rising out of the portal of WCF. <laughs> Red Skull gets crushed by the tentacles. And this is when Peggy realizes maybe we should have a plan. Yeah, well, you know, well, you can't really have a plan when Red Skull's just pulling Hydra tentacles out of portals, uh, space dimensions, right? And by the way, how do you get coordinates on the Tesseract? What do you do? Do you just, like, wish for... Do you wish for a Hydra tentacle monster? Uh, well, what are you going to do to get one of those? Bucky finds Steve and the suit and gets powered by the generator. At first, I didn't think this was going to work when he fell flat on his face. I was like, what? Is, is this really going to work? And But it worked, and it was really cool. And the suit had different color flames. It was really badass. I love that. Now, this ending fight we get with the monster, Peggy, and Steve. Insane. Uh, I'm... And this, I, I had to include it on the artwork here. Uh, the sword, sword shield Peggy. It's one of the most insane things. I actually included the sword shield Peggy without me knowing it was in this first episode, but I was hoping it would be earlier on. So like I wasn't like putting something in there that was from too late in the show. But either way, I mean, it was kind of like President Loki. If it's in an advertisement, it's it's out there anyway, you know. So, President Loki was out there. Shield, sword. I didn't know much about Shield and Sword Peggy, but she showed up in this episode, and I'm happy she did uh, because she was so cool. Look at her. She's. I mean, she. she this Hydra monster was terrifying, interdimensional beast. I mean, she went right up against it. She went straight into its mouth, and. Like Steve flew the heli- uh, helicopter, the uh, the plane into the ice. Similarly, she walked straight into the dimensional portal and um, walked into the beast, walked the beast back into the portal and um, walked herself straight into the future. Uh, it was, I feel like maybe being stuck in ice is a little tiny bit traumatic, a little more traumatic, but they still had that moment of um, Peggy saying, I can end this, and you owe me a dance lesson, and yes, Saturday night, and you know, it's a good parallel, and you know, that's how we get our, that's how we get our parallel moment, and that's how Peggy gets brought to the, in quotes, present day, or whatever, 2012 of that time, and you know, that future isn't too affected or changed, it's still 
Samuel Jackson. <laughs> There's no. It's not like a different Nick Fury. Um, it's still the regular Hawkeye. This isn't the zombie version of that timeline that that we, we see in the other What If. Maybe it could turn into that. But yeah, this is just a regular um, other version of Earth. So it seems um, Loki hasn't attacked yet. But this is the version. This is the portal that Loki jumped out of. And also, uh, Hawkeye's like, that's Captain Carter. <laughs> and it's like, he's kind of geeking out. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> everyone knows who Captain Carter is, similar to everyone who would know who Captain America is. So she is Captain America. She is the Captain America of that universe. Think how legendary Captain Carter would be. And uh, the Hydra Smasher, a.k.a. Steve Rogers, probably out in there, out there, whatever. Older. Uh, just as Peggy would have been. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Very interesting. Um, her one choice gave birth to a whole new history and gave the multiverse a whole new hero. As for me, these are my stories. I observe all that transpires here. But I do not, I cannot, I will not interfere. For I am the Watcher. That is what he says. That's the Watcher. That's not me. But I am Marvel Maniac. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, how many more ways can I tell you? A plus for me on this one. Uh, the artwork phenomenal. I, it's just to, to wonder where is this series going to take us? From the trailer, we know we're getting Spidey. Uh, we're getting Spidey, Doctor Strange stuff. We're getting zombies. We're getting... Uh, all sorts of crossover stuff. I don't want to go too far. We're getting uh, Ultron. We're getting uh, Gamora. Thanos. We're getting... I see Ultron Infinity Stones. I have as my background. I don't want to say too much more. You know, let's just let's just watch it. My, um, my podcast art, I'm really excited about. I'm excited to have you here today because you're freaking amazing. We are now on Instagram at Marvel Maniac Pod. Follow us. And we're going to be posting clips, pictures, um, maybe some giveaways at some point uh, soon. If, if we get enough followers, let's get to, you know, let's get to a couple followers first. Uh, but I'm not, not going to hold that over your head. Just what the hell with that? Uh, <laughs> um, at Marvel Maniac Pod on Twitter, uh, Marvel Maniac Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate at Mr. Honest Podcast on PayPal, thank you so much for being here today. I really can't tell you how much it means for you to be listening and for you to be spending your time with me. We will be back next week for another episode, wherever that may take us. Until then, eventually. Avengers disassemble.